Welcome to Glow Radio. This is the Rich Bitch Academy for all baddies who want to glow the fuck up. I'm your host, Jacqueline Sun. I'm a wealth astrologer and business coach for luxury entrepreneurs. You can expect raw and unfiltered conversations about how to embrace a rich CEO mindset. We will discuss everything including business, astrology, manifestation, human design, and more. It's time to break off limiting beliefs and free your best self. Let's secure the bag. How I healed my nervous system. So this has been a journey for me for the last about two and a half years. And one of the reasons I wanted to sit down and record this episode is because I find as humans, we often forget how far we've come. And this is something that I constantly need to remind myself of because we have this thing called recency bias. So we tend to only remember the things that happened most recently. So I think it's really important to sit down and to reflect on your journey just to see how far you've come because I find that as entrepreneurs, we often fall into this where we only see our most recent wins and achievements, but when we don't when we actually look back We've actually come so, so, so far. And I think this is really important to acknowledge, especially right now. I wanted to record this because I feel like I'm having a dip in my energy right now as an entrepreneur. And I've talked to you guys so much about how the journey is full of ebbs and flows. And the longer that you've been an entrepreneur, you will really understand and see this that The journey is full of ups and downs, dips and turns. There's really no such thing as consistency. And I personally really hate that word. I've expressed that to you guys so many times because I truly don't believe that there is consistency in life because the only constant thing is change and moving with the seasons and listening to your intuition to see when you need to adjust and to pivot and especially for someone like me in my human design i have the emoting channel that's 39 to 55 so if you have this too or if you have a lot of water signs in your chart cancer scorpio pisces you might be someone who goes through a lot of moods and you can go through periods of time where you feel very certain in yourself and then other periods of time where you don't feel as certain So I think this is really important to just bring awareness to because I find that on social media, we see so many business owners and so many entrepreneurs sharing their highlights, always sharing, you know, those 10K months, making six figures, all those things. And while those are amazing achievements and we should definitely be talking about those and sharing about that, you got to realize that being an entrepreneur is is not like that every single day. Now, I'm not saying it's not amazing. There are definitely so many parts of it that are amazing. But the reality is that not every single month is going to look the same. Not every single month is going to be consistent. Your income is going to fluctuate. Your energy is going to fluctuate. Your mood is going to fluctuate. And I I feel like if you are similar to me, I used to struggle so, so much 
with living in the present and just being in the moment. I feel like it's it's because of a lot of my trauma, my upbringing. When, when I was a kid, I really did not enjoy my childhood. It was just a really challenging time for me. And I had a really difficult relationship with my mom growing up. And, I, and this can definitely be shown and reflected in my natal chart. I have Pluto in the fourth house. The fourth house represents the mother. Your moon sign also represents the mother. I do have a Virgo moon, which can signify that my childhood was very inconsistent and unstable as Virgo is a mutable sign. So I had a very challenging childhood, which I've talked to you guys about in, in much older episodes. And because of how my childhood was, I found myself being in the state of constantly searching for that next high, that next milestone in my life, instead of enjoying the present, instead of being grounded in the moment. And it actually took me like a long time to realize this and to start consciously making an effort to overcome it and I do feel like right now when I sit down and I look back I have come a long way because I'm definitely in a different state of mind now than I was years ago and some examples I'll give you is that when I was younger I was constantly looking forward to university because I wanted to move away for school that didn't end up happening that was like a whole ordeal but that's what I was looking for. I wanted to get out of the house. I wanted to be independent. You know, I have an Aquarius Mars. I have my part of fortune in Aquarius. And I do feel like there's this deep need and desire inside of me to be independent, to be free. And I felt like a lot of that was suppressed in my childhood. So I kept looking forward to that. I kept looking forward to moving out, going to university, and then... I feel like this is also part of the reason why I chose to stay in that toxic relationship that I was in for so long because I felt like it was a way to escape my my family, to escape my home because I just wanted to live on my own. I was living with my ex-fiance at that time, but it was interesting because it's like I was escaping my home, but I was being trapped in a different way because that relationship was so toxic and so unhealthy. And there, there were issues with boundaries for me. Like I, I didn't know how to set boundaries. I was basically like merged into this relationship. That's the shadow tendency of my Pisces Venus. But that was the constant thing. I was looking forward to the next thing. And there was a part in that relationship where I also really wanted to get married. I was really pushing for that. I really wanted to get married because I just wanted to get to the next thing. I wanted to be even more independent, even though it's kind of like contradictory when you think about that because I was like marrying into this relationship that I didn't even feel happy in and I felt trapped. But that was that was the, the mindset that I had. Now I'm sharing this with you because during that time when I was having this mindset, which is essentially coming from a lack mindset because I felt like where I was wasn't enough and I was constantly searching for this thing to fill the void, to fill my desire for independence. And during that time, it was when I was first learning about manifestation and I was 
hearing about all these stories of people manifesting things into their life and I was just like I was so wide-eyed at this time and just I it was the first time I was hearing about these things and I was trying so so hard to execute these manifesting strategies in order to attract everything I wanted into my life for me a big a big thing for me is my career I've always felt like it's been a huge part of my motivation I've always wanted to be my own boss I've always had this very driven spirit and I always knew that I wanted to be the best of the best like that's just always how I've been it wasn't always clear to me how I would do it but I knew that I wanted to be the best at whatever I was doing so that is what I was manifesting into my life. I also feel like it's it's a really huge aspect in my astrology. My Saturn is squaring my midheaven. So wherever Saturn is in your chart, Saturn is the father of time, of karma. It's here to teach you to build things slowly. It's a planet of responsibility, of lessons. It's, it's a really strong influence in your chart, especially if you have strong aspects to Saturn. So I have a very strong aspect. Saturn is squaring my midheaven, and your midheaven represents your career, your public reputation, your authority, your legacy. So because of this dynamic in my chart, I finally realized, like later on when I was learning about astrology, why my career was so, so important to me. And it was when I... It was when I got out of that relationship, when all my manifestations finally started falling into place. And even now, I still have to catch myself being in this state of like not enough or lack or searching for the next thing. But it's definitely a long way from where I used to be. And I do feel like because I'm in my new healthy relationship, my partner, he is really great at living in the present. Like that is one of the things that he taught me early on in the relationship. Like he just like enjoys the moment and he's very grounded. And I felt like that was an energy that I hadn't really experienced in my life growing up. So all these thoughts have been coming to me. I, I especially feel like it's because I'm recording this just after the full moon in Aquarius that happened yesterday. And for me, Aquarius is in my seventh house, the house of one-on-one -on -one relationships, uh, long-term relationships that can signify marriage, business contracts. And I feel like because this full moon was coming up in Aquarius for me, all these like flashbacks of my old relationship was coming back and this is a bit unusual for me at this point in time because I've done so much healing work regarding that relationship since it was such a significant part of my life it was 13 years of my life and I've done so much cord cutting about it so it's interesting that it's coming up for me because I know that whenever situations like this happen it's the universe showing me something deeper within me that I can heal and I'm in the process of figuring out what that really means right now especially because there's so many retrogrades going on right now there's Chiron retrograde I believe it's Jupiter retrograde you know retrogrades happen every single year it's not a big deal I feel like social media has kind of made it seem like this really scary thing but honestly it's no big deal it happens every single year and 
I truly believe the reason that we experience so many of these retrogrades is because the universe is giving us an opportunity to reflect, to slow down, and to see how far we've come to heal the things that we haven't healed yet so that we can continue to level up in our lives. This episode is sponsored by my creator baddie program. So the truth is that so many driven entrepreneurs struggle with figuring out the steps to create content that actually sells high ticket offers. You might be feeling burnt out from creating content, or you might feel paralyzed with fear and have no idea how to start with your content. Wherever you are right now, the Creator Baddie program is here to help you get closer to your dream life. Now I'm talking about that life where you wake up every single day feeling refreshed because you don't need to set an alarm because you are the boss. That life where you are allowed to take time off and travel whenever you want to because you have the financial freedom to do so. That life where you feel so fulfilled because you are getting paid to do something you would do for free. Now, I've totally been in your spot before as there have been times where I felt completely lost with my business and it seemed like I was speaking to no one when I showed up on social media. But then after a decade of struggle, things finally started making sense. I realized why I went through all those years of adversity and it was so that I could teach you what I know today. This is not a cookie cutter sales technique, as you will learn how to find your secret sauce using your astrology and human design and sell in a way that feels good for you. If you already have an online business, this program will teach you how to create better content to make those luxury sales. You don't need a bunch of fancy systems to call in more money. Simple aligned content creation is all you need. If you are a new entrepreneur, this program will teach you how to build strong foundations and create the right content to build that life of freedom. So if this is calling to you, I invite you to join the Creator Baddie program. The link will be in the description and I cannot wait for you to begin. So all these like thoughts were coming up for me. I'm probably going to do more cord cutting later for it. And it just reminded me to not forget how far I've come. And I wanted to share with you about how I healed my nervous system because I feel like this is one thing that I haven't talked too much about, but I do feel like I'm at a place where I can share more about it now. So about two and a half years ago, when I got out of my long-term toxic relationship and I met Sean quite quickly after I, I told you guys that story about how I manifested this healthy relationship in less than three months and, and it completely changed my life. So after getting into this healthy relationship, I felt like it was the universe really telling me, okay, you are safe. To heal now it's time to deal with all that shit you've been suppressing inside of you all that trauma that hasn't been dealt with like I had a lot of anger in the earlier years of my life pretty much until like two and a half three years ago I held on to a lot of anger in my chart I also have Mars squaring Pluto which is a very strong aspect 
And with this aspect, it can build a lot of pent up anger if it is not released properly. And, you know, this is like, if you read out and on the articles, like, you know, this is one of the aspects that can turn people into serial killers and stuff like that. But I don't look at astrology like that. I, I don't look at all the negative aspects. But I truly feel like because of this, it also has developed so much drive for me. And that's why I'm the type of person who has so much motivation towards what I'm doing in my life. But so how I healed my nervous system after I got into the relationship with Sean, very soon after I had this episode of either food poisoning or stomach flu, whatever it was, I was like throwing up. We went to the hospital at like 2 a.m. And after that moment, let me just tell you, my life was not the same. So after that, like my body, my health was completely changed. And I truly feel like it was the moment of my first spiritual awakening. So what happened was that like physically, I guess if you want to call it, I was having a lot of gut issues, a lot of digestive issues. I've always grown up with kind of a weaker digestive system. I feel like that is just a, a side effect of having a Virgo moon, like all Virgo placements have some type of digestive thing come up if they are not balanced in their mental health and emotional health. And because I definitely was not balanced in my emotional health because of all the, the trauma that I had gone through, I, I had a weaker digestive system. And after this episode, everything just kind of went downhill. So it was like I was sensitive to all types of foods. It doesn't matter. It didn't matter how healthy they were. Like even like things like chicken and spinach would trigger me and I would just feel so sick and I had no idea what was happening with my body like I would get dizzy and eventually this turned into a lot of anxiety and like panic attacks and I grew up feeling stressed for most of my life because that was like the only emotion that I knew but it never really got this bad it was kind of just like stressed all the time but I never really had a panic attack until a few years ago and it was a journey like I was documenting this a bit on YouTube when I was still vlogging but it was definitely a very very challenging point in my life because I had be I had come from someone who used to be a personal trainer and I was super into health and fitness I loved working out like that was definitely a release for me and all of a sudden I was like bedridden. I couldn't work out like I used to. And every time I tried to work out, it would be way too stressing on my body. And yeah, there was just a lot of mental things that I had to work through. And I realized in the past, I would work out a lot out of anger. And I think it was good at that time. I was releasing all that anger I had, but I would push myself and exert myself way harder than I needed to. And after I did a bikini competition years ago, that also kind of changed my, my health and my body because I realized that I had way overexerted myself and it led to things like adrenal fatigue, things like that. But this type of response in my body at that time was something that I had never experienced before. But since I had manifested my healthy relationship, 
I also manifested a dream job at that time, which allowed me to work from home. And I had a boss that was very understanding and I truly felt like the universe just had my back at that moment because I don't feel like I could have done any other type of job to to give me income, you know, because I, I couldn't really do anything that was strenuous. I spent most of the day like lying in bed. So that was like an amazing manifestation that came into fruition for me. And now being where I am now and I'm like remembering that point in my life, I'm just like so, so grateful for where I am because recently I've started getting back into a workout routine again. And for the last two and a half years, I have tried to get back on, you know, the workouts that I used to do and that just wasn't working for me. So I, this was the period of time where I really started getting into meditation. I started getting into sound healing, listening to binaural beats, sound bowls. Like that was one of the first things that really started healing me because I couldn't sleep for like a year. And I'm not even exaggerating. I'm sure there were a lot of things wrong with my liver as I saw a lot of Chinese doctors and they were saying that your liver is the area where you store onto a lot of anger. And I had a lot of anger in my life. So my liver was probably messed up. That's probably why I couldn't sleep very well. So it was a journey, you know, and I can't really say that there was one thing that really healed me, but it was this process of learning how to sit with my emotions, to allow myself to feel them. And reading Louise Hay's books, You Can Heal Your Life, that book really, really helped me. It's something that I still refer to to this day. I refer to her affirmations. It's just amazing. Like that is literally my Bible. So if you want to heal any type of physical issue, highly, highly recommend that you read that book by Louise Hay. So now where I am, it's, it's almost like unreal to me because when I first, so I think the peak of all this, like my anxiety, like it started coming up when I moved with Sean, when, when we first moved together to the island. And that was when I had the worst anxiety. And it was because my body was remembering how it was to live with my previous partner. Even though I was in a healthy relationship now, trauma is stored in the body. It's not something that is logical. I highly recommend you read the book, The Body Keeps the Score, if you want to learn more about this. But the body holds on to trauma, and my body was freaking out because it reminded me of when I was with my previous partner and I had moved to Hong Kong to live with him and his family. And that was one of like the worst times of my life. But even though I was in this healthy relationship now, my body was still freaking out, and it took a lot of time a lot of like conscious effort to figure out a solution to healing my anxiety. And I can't even pinpoint like one thing that helped me. Like I feel like I'm really the type of person if I'm going through a certain issue, I'm determined to find a solution. I don't like dwelling in my problems. I like focusing on the solution. So during this time, I reached out to a lot of mentors, coaches, guides to help me through this. I went to see a therapist. 
I worked with a like an online coach for anxiety. And this is also when I really started building my relationship with Chantal, which is one of my really good friends and mentors slash clients. Like we both work together. And she is a master healer, a Reiki healer, and she definitely helped me through a lot of this this period where my anxiety was at an all-time high. And right now where I am, I don't feel like I am, you know, that same person who I was before experiencing all this anxiety. And I think this is an issue that a lot of you might be able to relate on is when I was going through life, whenever I would constantly be searching for this previous version of me, like when I was younger and I had saved an amount of money and I, but I spent it on things and I was like, oh, oh my God, like I just want to go back to when I had that amount of savings in my life. Kept wanting to go back to this version because you feel like that version of yourself before was better than now. And this is really an issue because you are, you are not living in the present. You are constantly searching for the past, you are living in the past, or you could be searching for the future, which is also the other problem that I had. I was constantly searching for that next high in the future, and I was never living in the present. So being where I am now, this is what really helped me change this, is that it's always going to get better. It's only going to get better from here, and it's up to me. Like I am in control. I am in the driver's seat. And this example comes to mind here right now, how you get onto like a bus, a plane, and you trust that it's going to get you to the direction of where you are going. And you don't even know the pilot, you don't even know the driver, but you still trust it. So in our own lives, we are in control too. So shouldn't we trust ourselves because we are the driver and we have full control of what we choose to do. So having this mindset now, I, I feel like I don't look for the past anymore. I'm constantly believing that things are only going to get better from here. And I think right now, the, the next healing step is, is for me to not be constantly searching for that next high. Because I feel like I was just experiencing this right now, like in my business, how last week I had a really great week in sales. I made about like $2,000. And right now I feel like I'm going through more of a lower period. Like I don't feel like my intuition is telling me to exert so much energy to really show up as that masculine side of me, like doing all the selling, making the sales. I feel like it's time to go with the flow now. And there are times in your business where you might feel more masculine and you, other times where you're being called to be more feminine. So in this, during this more feminine time, my, my sales have dipped. And I feel like it's so easy to just like be hard on yourself and to be like, oh my God, why aren't the sales coming? You know, and to, to constantly be searching for that hit because I'm such a results-oriented person, like goal-driven. I want to see the tangible results. But I also got to remember to, to be grateful for where I've, I have come from. Because like, when I actually think about it, even though I'm not at my goal yet, like my, my next goal right now is to make six figures in a year. And I haven't got there yet, but I know that I will. And during this time, 
I also got to see that like even though I'm not making six figures yet, the amount that I'm making is already like what I would have dreamed of in the past. Like I've been a serial entrepreneur for over a decade. Earlier on, I had no idea like what I was doing and I didn't know, you know, anything about sales, marketing, really, even though that's what I studied in school, I didn't really have experience and I didn't have anyone to learn from. And I didn't know that seeking out like a business coach would have helped me so much at that time. So now, like when I look back in the last couple months, I've made about like $8,500. And that is honestly amazing. If it was like my younger, like if you ask my 20 year old self, this is like what I would have dreamed of. And I have to catch myself when I get into that mode of, oh my God, it's still not enough. You know, I'm searching for that. I want to make 10K a month, you know, and then I want to make 20K a month, you know. And I feel like this is also like a tendency for Aries placements, Capricorn placements, because you're so like driven, you're so goal oriented. And I just got to remind myself to, be grateful for the present, which is a constant journey. So me sharing this episode with you is a reminder to see how far you've come. Like sometimes we just don't realize it. I, I recorded a podcast episode with a guest yesterday that is coming out before this episode. So you would have heard it already with Erin May Henry. And she was saying how... One month you can make ten thousand dollars. It's amazing. The next month you can make three thousand, and like during that three thousand month, you might feel tempted to make it mean something about you, like mean that you're a failure because you didn't make as much as you did last month. But it's all about reframing your thoughts. Like you could look at it and being like, "Wow, I made thirteen thousand dollars in the last two months," and I feel like that is just a reminder that I'm telling myself right now. Just because I haven't had that 10K month yet, you know, but just a few months ago, I had like an over 5K month. And that is definitely a milestone for me because it's something that I had dreamed up when I was younger. And I think this is something to keep in mind when you were manifesting as well, because don't just manifest the result, the end result manifest the emotions like go with it as well and this is such a big part of manifesting like everyone always says manifesting starts with you being in a place where you already have enough being in a place where you feel abundant and you already know that whatever you want has been done already that's how you manifest it's not coming from this place of not enough And I think this is very challenging, especially like depending on your upbringing. When I grew up, all I was around, like my family, all of them pretty much have a lack mindset. They're always coming from this place of not having enough, fearing of not having enough, fearing of losing everything. And it's not even about money. Like I always talk about how abundance is just a mindset. It, It doesn't even have to do with how much money you make. Because I've met people who are extremely wealthy but they still have a lack mindset and they're like scared of losing everything. They're stingy with their money or there's also people who have a lower income, but they have an abundant mindset. They are generous with their money and they, 
they just trust that the universe is constantly providing for them. There's this like give and take with the universe and money is constantly flowing to them because they are also giving energy out. So here's just a big reminder to look at how far you've come. I know that I'm going to be taking some time to do this because it's so easy to fall into that self-sabotaging habit, behavior of being hard on yourself because one month isn't as good as your last month. So remember to live in the present. Enjoy the moment. If you're constantly searching for the next thing, there is no reason for you to be rushing to your death. Because that is exactly what this mindset is. Like if you're constantly searching for the next thing, you're literally rushing to your death. So let's enjoy the life that we have. Let's enjoy this lifetime before we enter the next. Thank you so much for listening to Glow Radio. If you are enjoying the podcast, make sure to take a screenshot, share it on your stories, and tag me so that I can re-share it. You can also show your support through leaving a review on iTunes or Spotify. Thank you so much, and I'm sending you lots of abundance and love.